You're in the kitchen. Yeah, you're ready enough. Okay. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Drop with myself and Mr. Dylan Frazier, DTF Dylan. Um, hi, everyone. What's up, everybody? I, Dylan and I were just talking. Us, me being unwilling to go to bed later, Dylan is currently missing the watching the lottery. Yeah, um, potentially the so biggest Dylan, night of my life, and Anna's tired, so I get to miss out on that. So everyone, if Dylan just disappears, you know, he finds out, you know, if he just disappears from pickleball, we know that this was a very consequential night for him, and uh, <laughs> we should all we should all reach out and, and suddenly have problems that we need his help with. <laughs> it's like, I, I would accept the winnings anonymously, but there will be signs. There would be, like, what, though? I mean, you already... Like, if you what, see a what, picture what, of me what, in Costa Rica tomorrow, probably one. I just don't even know what... I think that money would be just wasted on you, because... Because... <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> just just because period <laughs> i know how to spend yeah. private jet, <laughs> no, yacht, mansion vacation yeah i guess no you're not you're not you're not a you're about experiences i guess you're not you're not a man of things as as we could tell um <laughs> all right let's get it going um okay so we'll going to talk about the Takea PPA um, out in Newport Beach, which was a lot of fun, cool venue, um, pretty eventful on the whole. I feel like singles, I mean, what what were the odds Gabe Joseph is going to win the weekend? I mean, he had his hype man there. I'm at, got to give him a shout he, out. The two tournaments he had he's shown man? up to, Gabe's won both of them. Who is the hype man? I don't, I don't know about this. Uh, it's just a guy, I think he's from somewhere in the east, like, New Jersey or New York or something, but he's been friends with Gabe for a long time, friends with Matt Chow for a long time, and this is the second tournament he's shown up to and the second tournament that Gabe has won. So it's not about playing at home. It's about where is the hype man Yeah, for Gabe, it would seem. Okay, all right, that's good to know because I saw on Twitter he's played, Gabe has played like 11 events this year and has not reached the quarters until this weekend, and then he goes and he wins. Of course, he benefited from um, Ben Johns losing, but then he still beat the guy who beat Ben Yates. So, pretty crazy. I really, th I, I thought Federico was going to win for sure on Sunday. I was like, yeah, there's just. I would have bet on Fed too if the hype man wasn't there, but he was but there. The so, hype the hype... wow, okay. 50 /50. I got to meet this hype man. This hi I might have to start. I might need to invest in a, in a hype man. Yeah. Who do you think is would be the best hype man to have for me? Johnny Goldberg. I was thinking Johnny too, honestly. I was like, man, if Johnny Goldberg was my hype man, <laughs> they're going to have so much fun on Miami because Johnny is just, he's going to be going crazy. He didn't even go that crazy for uh, Miami and Challenger because they had Jeff the first couple events, so he just <laughs> kind of took a back seat. Yeah. But when he is, you know, when his reputation is on the line for how that team performs, yeah. It's going to be a nightmare playing against him, <laughs> especially if he's, like, familiar with you. Then I think it's just going to be worse for, like, me and you and others. It's it's going to be fun. Um, yeah, men's singles all over the place. I feel like anyone can win. 
any given weekend it uh, or, or make a really deep run, it kind of seems kind of a total crapshoot. Um, congrats on beating the Avatar again. I thought it was really funny that that was your first round. Yeah, <laughs> that was. But, but nice, Dylan. Um, then we have to talk about women's singles, right? I mean, the odds of the the final being Tyra and Yana, you know, Leia's got to be like, dang, right. I should have just played one more. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that if that is something it's definitely crossed her mind, but I wonder what her thoughts are. But uh, yeah, um, give me your take on the you know on on the results of the Tyra Anna Lee match and the subsequent everything. Yeah, that was a, a crazy finish. I wasn't really watching a lot of the match until the end when it became obvious that Tyra had a really good chance of of winning, and then Al had her little uh, show at the end of. At the end of the match, um, you know, if you weren't watching the match, you would have thought she won. Um, but there's a lot of pressure out there. I know she had a lot of attention for having six triple crowns, and I think she had tied the record that Simone set, so she was going for the the record breaker, number seven. So a lot of pressure, always a lot of expectations on her. So it's it's tough. Um, I don't think anybody else really has as high expectations as, as she does. So tough position to be in. Um, but also a very crazy ending to that match. Yeah, it was insane. Like, like James and I saw it. We kind of, we knew the results of the match. We were, like, watching the third game back. Uh, and it's like, Tyra wins, and we're just like, what? And then we, like, go back 20 seconds. It's like, watch it again. It's just like, what even just <laughs> happened here? Just a super bizarre sequence of events, and I think it's funny, even the, the photo that the PPA posted of Tyra, like, you know, about the win, Tyra's like, it's not like a face of like, yeah, or like happy, it's just like, <laughs> bro, what, what was that? <laughs> so it was, it was funny, but yeah, lots of pressure on her. I mean, she seems totally fine the next, the next couple days. Um, hard to know kind of why she felt like that. I, I saw some people saying it was like bad sportsmanship. I don't think it was bad sportsmanship. I think it was more so just kind of someone young, very young, who has really not lost at all in at least two years, at least in the time I've been in pickleball, just kind of having a strange reaction or, or maybe something something else going on. Um, but I don't think it was bad sportsmanship. I, I think she definitely wasn't trying to take the spotlight away from Tyra. Not intentionally, obviously she did that, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure she didn't want the attention that it got. I was honestly so worried for her that it was going to end up on ESPN. Like that was what I really didn't want to happen, and I thought it was like pretty possible it could happen. Yeah, because that that would have been tough. Sports center, uh, not top ten. Yeah, like something like that. That's what I really didn't want to happen. Like for her sake, and it's just. Everyone already says, like, pickleball players, like, yada, 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 like, soft, whatever. And then I was just like, that would not, that would be horrible for her. And that would, it would just not be great on the whole. Yeah. Um, fortunately, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, fortunately. Uh, I, I'm, I'm honestly kind of surprised it didn't, though, in a sense. Because they've been, like, wanting to feature pickleball content, obviously. Um, so I was worried. But, yeah. Um, but she played, she bounced back the next day. I think she's... Uh, She's like, she's really tough. She's champion. Obviously, she wins. No one hardly no. I was surprised Tyra even won because Annalie won the second game like eleven two, and then yeah. the third game Tyra got on a roll. But I think we'll see a lot more really good performances 
from Tyra, the athleticism, as we've said many times, off the charts. Uh, and then, yeah, I was, I'm glad she won on Sunday because I thought then she kind of got her flowers because after the Anna Lee match, everyone's talking about Anna Lee. But then with her winning the tournament, she got. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Congrats to Yana as well, though. It was a good match, and she had a great run. She's been playing some solid singles lately. Um, figure, okay, I kind of ordered ordered this, so I think next we should talk about women's doubles because then I wanted to talk about mixed and kind of flow right into men's. You know, after the, uh, you know, Mr. T you know, we got to talk about Mr. Colin. There, there, I feel like a lot happened this weekend. So women's was, for me, was pretty, you know, we won. I actually had a feeling that we might lose that day. Really? Uh, I did. I was pretty nervous that morning. I don't know why I was kind of like... Your nail has been dominant. I know, but... I am one, like, I don't know how you are. How are you? I generally, like, always feel anxious um, about playing or, like, about my opponents. I tend to, like, hype them up in my mind uh, rather than, I know some junior tennis players I knew would be would think, like, you know, this person, like, sucks. If you're about to play them, that would be their approach to kind of feel like they're going to play their best. And I'd be like, you know, I'm playing a girl that I should beat in my sleep. And I'm like, okay, but, like, I have to be ready. Like, she's so good, you know. So I... I'm always, but yeah, I don't know. I was pretty anxious that morning, honestly. And I was worried about, we had, uh, we were probably going to have Yana and Lauren in our second match. And then either Elise and Tyra or Georgia and Vivian. And I was worried about all of those teams. We didn't end up playing Lauren and Yana because they lost to Vivian Glossman and Lindsay. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an interesting day. Glad we got through it. Uh, I was impressed with Tyra Annalise. Um, Tyra's coming on doubles side to play TOC with her. She's still like limited, but I think she'll get it. She'll put it all together, and I think I'll kind of help maximize her TOC. Nice. Um, and Al and Catherine are playing together. At TOC, no. Uh, Annalise is not playing TOC. I feel like a lot of people aren't playing TOC, but I found out you were. Who are you playing women's with there? I know you're, or not, not women's, but mixed with. <laughs> don't play women's, Dylan. Please don't play women's. Do you think I can win? Do you think, do you think me and you could beat Annalie and someone and finally dethrone her? I would really, really hope so, Dylan. <laughs> it would be a real problem. I don't know. She hasn't dropped let's a women's double match in a while. Let's say, let, okay, let's say that uh, me and you are playing or no, 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 not me. Just you, like, what is the last woman you think you could beat, like, me and Anna Lee with? Probably my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear James? James is just dying. <laughs> my mom's good, though. Like, she's, she's legit 5-0. We played... She, I played my first pro mixed events with her a couple years ago. In now. what year, though? In what year was that, Dylan? I'm trying to look up her duper right now. Cindy Frazier. Oh, my gosh. James is texting me. All right. That was hilarious. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, your mom... Yeah, you know, we probably would. We, 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 yeah. You and your mom, probably lethal combination. I would take that L. 
Yeah. I would tell you though, you would not beat me only with my mom. That that much uh, <laughs> I can guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, my mom is still, she's got the dream of being a senior pro in a few years. And it's like, we'll see mama, you, maybe when you run up to the kitchen line, got to teach her good habits. I, I do. I do. I'm just not home enough. I'm not home enough. It's tough, but wow. That was so funny. I'm just, yeah. Okay. I'm just waiting for the, the tournament when you and Catherine decide to team up together and take down Annalie whoever she's playing with. What do you think about that? You like your chance? You've said that before. Some people, some people are saying that. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I, uh, I don't know. Maybe it could work. I don't know. I, I have to like, just so everyone knows, like, I think I kind of have to figure out who are some, who are the people that I might want to play with next year. Um, besides, Besides AL, should she continue to want to do this situation? Um, I don't know. Me and Catherine should probably try to play one together. Uh, but I don't see why, like, if Annalie wanted to play with her, like, she wouldn't do it or vice versa for me. It's, like, a lot to give up the effectively guaranteed win. It would be – it might make things more interesting, but – Yeah, it's... I mean, you're, you're getting the guaranteed win with AL, but – at the same time, she's playing, what, like half the tournaments with Catherine, half with you. So, like, you and Catherine yeah. are basically just getting half the number of points that she's getting or, or not as many because you're alternating with her. So it's kind of a, a good play by by AL to divvy up her tournaments like that. It is. Yeah, it's smart. I didn't really – I don't know. I didn't really ever think about the points. And then someone, someone like – I read that somewhere and I was like, oh, like, I guess so. Actually, there is like the points aspect to it, because if me and AL had like played the whole year together and obviously in mixed, she'd still be one. But like, I'm also playing more tournaments than her. So I was like, oh, that's actually like smart. I didn't even realize that until pretty recently. Yeah, but kind of like points two steps ahead of you the whole time. Clearly, clearly, clearly. So need to step my game. Maybe you should be my agent, Dylan. You're, you're, you're thinking ahead. I figured ahead. James would be on top of that. He seems like a points guy. He's a, he's on top of his points. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how concerned he is with what's going on over here in, in my, in my realm of the women's game. Um, all right. But yeah, women's doubles was fun. You know, Callie and Lucy, it was good to see them back in a final. I feel like they have like two, like, subpar tournaments and then one just like really good tournament and it'll be interesting i feel like they were like refreshed you know how they kind of continue that momentum but good for them i in the latter half of last year i was finding them pretty annoying because they were just being so incredibly over the top on the court i felt like but now i really like them <laughs> it's funny how things go i like i really like them both now <laughs> but towards the latter tail of last year i was playing them every tournament and i was winning every time so I don't know, maybe they, I don't know, but I was like, they are horrible. <laughs> like, they're the worst, but I love them now. Um, they're awesome. Uh, okay, so mixed. I mean, the big thing in mixed is, is just, you know, what happened to Colin, I feel like. Yeah. The rest of the results are pretty chalk. So what, tell, me, tell me your reaction to seeing that sequence. Um, well, initially when I saw, when I saw it happen, my, I'm not going to lie, my initial reaction, I was laughing out loud because I don't think it was <laughs> – 
I didn't think it was a serious injury. Like when I when I tuned in, Colin was like laying on the ground, and but it looked like he was getting up and going to be able to play again. Because when they showed the replay in slow motion, it didn't look like anything too serious happened. And then obviously he got hit by Eric, which was humorous. Um, to end that point, thought it was pretty funny, but then it turned out to be, you know, a rather serious injury, or or at least enough to cause him to retire from from mixed doubles. So then it was not so funny at that point but uh yeah he was looked like uh he was overplaying a little bit and and mixed doubles and he paid the price how seriously injured would Colin have to be to not play mixed doubles do you think i don't know yeah i mean men's doubles is, is definitely was, his event yeah. but he was winning that match, though. He was winning that match, yeah. He's won the first game, and I think it was very early in the second. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I don't think he'd have any reason not to play. No, I think... He really just didn't want to, but you can't let your partner down. I feel like Colin, and I don't think Colin would do that. No, I don't I don't think so either, and I know, I think, I don't know if Colin told James's or someone else, but, like, he really wants to improve his mixed, and they... I think he would have been excited to play Ben, but it was honestly the sequence, like watching it, it was really funny because you don't think anything, you think he just slipped. Like, that's what I thought. I think yeah. that's what everyone thought initially, like when everyone's like in the pro lounge, like watching it on their phones, it's like, look what just happened. Uh, like everyone just thought he had slipped something kind of funny. Some people were talking about how it was actually a fault. The ref should have just called faults because he like slipped into the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and can you imagine Eric hits it as a ref is like, Jonathan's like, no, 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 no. And Eric still like hit it. <laughs> it would have been just made it even funnier. Um, but yeah, I also saw some people saying like what Eric did was just like, like, uh, like, like people on social media complaining about Eric hitting him. But like, I would have done the same thing. The points live. Elise is hustling to the open court. She's still playing the point. You know, Elise is used to people. Elise falls and she's right back up. You know, she, yeah. she's expecting Colin to, to, to get back up. <laughs> But it was just, it was so funny. Yeah, so unfortunate that he, because um, it would have been fun to watch him and Ben. You know, I don't expect they would have won, uh, but it just is always kind of I feel like they have close matches, though, when Colin plays Ben. Like, he's, he's throwing I, some games You know, there. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and he probably, there's a good chance he would have played the right, I think. And then if I were Elise in that situation, I would just not hit the ball to Annalie and just keep it on Ben and just, just try to... Let the brothers <laughs> duel it out. Yeah, just try to try to get, make that happen because it, I feel like when I watched... Last time we were in Newport, it was like Callie and Colin versus Andrea and Ben. I thought Colin was winning a lot of those exchanges. It was a, it was pretty interesting. It, you know, they just do this in drilling like every single day. Uh, so that was... It would have been fun to watch. And then other notable... Mixed storylines. I mean, we did play. I was having a lot of trouble. Everyone taking Dylan seriously in the warm up and before the match started for no good reason. Probably because of his shirt, or I don't even know why. But I was I couldn't stop like laughing when I was like trying to warm up. And, and at the point I was like, told Dylan, I was like, I can't take you seriously right now. And he was like, Why? <laughs> like what? <laughs> I was out there having a serious warm up with Mary. I was getting hyped up in the zone and, and Anna just walks up to me and she's like, I don't know why, but I can't take you seriously right now. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, what? I'm just I'm just doing my thing. But I don't know why. I just couldn't focus. I couldn't stop laughing. It's just something I don't know, maybe you had all the buttons buttoned again like you did on Sunday. 
and maybe I didn't notice it. Maybe that was part of it because that I don't know about. I don't know about the full button-up look, Dylan. It's professional. Just gonna be honest. I don't know if it's professional. It's it's something, <laughs> but I don't know. If professional is the word. The full button-up. Um, I thought that match was funny because it was it was like the only time I've heard you express frustration like so loud that your opponents could hear it. <laughs> because so for people who didn't watch the match, like. Pretty much everything went James and I's way. That court, the, the center court this weekend, they were saying it online, it was not a good court. There were a ton of bad bounces. Um, one side of the court, it's like there were a lot of bad bounces. There were more on one side on, along, on the, along the whole kitchen line. And uh, everything went our way. Net courts, bad bounces. And we're up big in the second, and like Dylan hits the net court that goes out. He goes, of course, of course. And that <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was pretty frustrated at that point because I felt the same way. I felt like we weren't getting a whole lot of whole lot of net love, and I know at one point in the second game there was a dink that like hit a dead spot or something on the on. Yeah, on the left side. The left side is the worst. Like yeah. it happened to James once, but it was like one one when it happened in the first to James. Uh, so yeah, that that was the worst spot on the court. But yeah, it was. It was just it was funny. <laughs> of course, of course. Of course, of course it went out. <laughs> So that that one was funny. So that one went everything went our way, and then, uh, but then it all kind of evens out. I felt like against George and Jada, we got we got more of the unluckiness, and I played really badly that match. I was not happy with myself. So Georgia and Jada, we no longer have a mental edge over them. I don't think James and I or James hadn't lost to them all year, but now we have. So now I expect all our matches going forward to be much more interesting, and they'll probably go back and forth a lot. Yeah, you finished it up strong though. You redeemed yourself with the the bronze medal, right? Yeah, you know it was it was crazy. Like I was really upset after the match because I just I just felt like I usually play better than that, and I just I just couldn't get it together. Kind of, um, it wasn't so bad that we couldn't win, but I just I was just like freaking out. I was making a lot of freak out decisions, uh, but I just went and I sat on a tennis court for like ten fifteen minutes. We went out, we played. Riley Lindsay and I played great and James played great and we wanted it so much more than Riley and Lindsay so much more we finished at 9 30 and we were getting like cared and at one point I think like some made a comment like wow they really want this it's like yeah let's go like <laughs> they wanted to play game 15 we were like no two out of three yeah. <laughs> we were not there to mess around oh, yeah. um, yeah, we were like, no, two out of three. I asked, I asked James, actually, after we lost to George and Jada, I was like, do you want to play bronze? And I didn't really care too much. I was upset. And he was like, of course, of course. I was like, okay. <laughs> and he was like, he, he goes, of course. And then he goes, and I want to fight for every point. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, sounds good. We're playing. <laughs> um, so that, that was a, that was a fun match. Um. I know it's uh, just like a third, fourth match, and you know that wasn't like the Newmans' is best, but I I really felt like I haven't played Riley much this year. I played with him a few, but I really felt like he wasn't hitting the ball that hard. Is that your like experience on Riley? Like he like yeah, I think I think Riley doesn't have a whole ton of power behind his shots compared to some other guys. He's got incredible defense, incredible hands, incredible in a lot of other categories, but I think that's an area he struggles with is, is finishing power. 
Yeah, it was interesting. And I think a lot of it is, is just the grip. But, uh, and I was like super dialed. I mean, I didn't win most exchanges, but I, I don't, I guess the other men I'd played that day other than you were very heavy handed. So that was just something, um, I did wear glasses against Dylan, though. Just, just saying, everyone. You have to. I actually, wore glasses most of that day. Yeah. That was a good decision. Thank you. Thank you. Because I, I think I'm the only one to date that has generated enough power to concuss someone. <laughs> Dylan, the number one heaviest hands in pickleball. <laughs> you know, this is a question. So we'll we'll get back to this. We'll kind of provide more context later, everyone. But Dylan, do you think? Your overhead has more power than James's lefty overhead. Yes, I watched James. I watched James lefty <laughs> overhead, and for sure, like my overhead, <laughs> yeah. my overhead is not that bad. Like, come on, <laughs> yeah, it's not exceptional, but it's not the lefty James forehand overhead bad. No, no, yeah, for sure. We were. It's funny. So after, of course, I won women's doubles, right? But the whole drive back to our place, we're not talking about my win we're talking about what james did that day which we'll get to but first we should talk about dylan's uh second consecutive victory including a victory over the johns brothers um so dylan tell us about your men's doubles day yeah it was good you know our road there was actually pretty challenging like we're actually like our it was it was wild like our first our first match we won 11-0 11-0 against the qualifying team second match brutal Second match, we, we played Christian and, and Martin Emmerich, and we won 11-6, 11-0. Like, we had another 11-0 game, like, feeling pretty good, just cruising. And then we run into, run into DJ and Deckel and, and win the first game rather handily, but then drop the second and have a really tight third game. We were down 9-7 in the third to them. They were playing. They were both playing really well. DJ was super disciplined. Deckel was disciplined and executing a lot of shots. Uh, but we were able to squeeze that one out. 11-9, then we played Julian Thomas, and it was another three-gamer that was, you know, we got crushed in the second game, and then managed to pull the third one out, but we were fighting just hard. What, just to what warriors, true warriors, hearts of champions, Yeah, finding a way, amazing. It's weird, because I, I, I usually feel like any time, like any time I have like a really close match that like I could have lost, it ends up being like, a good tournament like for example when you and i played and and what was that app LA, oh my god and we nearly lost but then we ended up winning like i feel like every we time did that lose that. we did we literally lost that match though because we were we were both had period none of like we both were playing horribly sometimes some of one of us was playing okay and the first time we played maggie brasha and kai mcmackin and we we're down match point and i literally feed kyle this easy ball and i think it's over and he angles it and you hit like an atp yeah out of your butt like slid way onto the other court we literally lost that match like we didn't deserve it at all but we did win but yeah that was insane but yeah then we then we played really clean from there on that's true yeah um yeah you just need a good scare to get you going i guess i think so like sometimes sometimes in that first round you kind of hope for that someone pushes you a little bit, so you kind of get warmed up. Yeah. And, you know, you have an intense match, and I don't know. I'd rather win, like, 11-6, 11-7 first round than 11-0, 11-0, I feel like. But, uh... No, I agree 100%. Like, I felt, like, last week in Denver, 
Annalie and I won 0-0 first round, and then the Brashes had had a good first round match, and we, like, the first few points with them, I just wasn't used to the pace, and I was missing a ton, and we ended up winning, like, 9-6, and six, and they played amazing. Like, it would have been very close regardless, but I just felt like I wasn't warm at all, and that's why, one reason I was really nervous to play Lauren and Yana this weekend, because our first round was, um, we won pretty easily, and then I was worried about, like, the pace of Lauren and Yana after, like, a like a pretty, like a, like a super comfortable match. Yeah. So, thing for sure. You need to get pushed a little. Tell me about the match against DJ and Deckel because I think I came over and watched a lot of the third game. And is DJ, DJ looked like he was playing, like, honestly, I didn't watch last weekend, but, like, some of the best I'd ever seen. Like, just DJ was, really smart. Yeah, he was super smart, super disciplined. He was... You know, not going for anything too fancy or too wild. Um, and that's what he was doing last week in Seattle, too. Like, when he and, and Pat took down the Johns, he was super disciplined. He was staying in dink rallies. He wasn't getting impatient. He was waiting for the right moment and working the point around really well. And he's doing the same thing against us, and it was it was working for the, mo for the most part. And it, I mean, that match could have gone either way for sure. DJ might be coming for your title of, like, most versatile – player right i mean we're only seeing you on the right side dj's dj's everywhere he's doing it all he's doing it all right now um yeah he's he's playing at a really high level right now and hopefully uh hopefully he can stay disciplined and, and keep it going because i know dj yeah. i know dj's favorite shots are like to trick people and hit inside out shots yeah. and, like, that's the most exciting part for him but sometimes gets him into trouble when he stays disciplined, he's he's playing really well. Yeah, no, no, happy for him for sure. And I thought, I thought Deco played played really well too. Um, he played really played really well and mixed against uh, James and I, and came out really strong. And we kind of had to adjust and settle. Um, yeah, I was I was happy for them, but I was really glad you guys won. Um, yeah, and then yeah, Thomas and Julian. I feel like Thomas has been playing. Really good men's this tournament. I was really impressed whenever I watched him. And he's freaking heavy-handed. I didn't realize, like, because when, when the carbon paddles had the problem, I kind of attributed a lot of the power to the paddle. But He can generate a lot of power. Insane. Insane how hard he hits the ball. Yeah. But I was impressed with T. Um, happy for them that they got, that they got bronze. Uh, tell me about the final. Tell me about the final. Yeah, so we played the Johns, obviously. Um, Colin was playing in a limited capacity um, with his injury from mixed doubles, so wasn't quite to 100%, but, you know, he was healthy enough to make it a competitive match. Like, he was, once he got up to the kitchen line, he could dink, he could keep dinks in, he could counter, he was sliding, chased down a couple ATPs. Like, he was mobile enough to like make it a competitive match, and it wasn't like you, you know just play every ball to Colin and you're gonna win. And like they made it to the finals, they, like I still thought they were playing good despite despite him not being at 100%. Um, and uh, yeah, we we had a hot start. J Dub was playing very well. He, his lobs were were on point. He, he couldn't seemed like at times he couldn't miss. Like every every time he touched the ball, something good happened. And got the first two games. We're up big in the third. And they had a little comeback. They they got us with the unwinding the stack with a huge serve and, and huge drive. 
and then uh, once they went back against the wind, we took that, that fourth game because they weren't able to do that as easily. I was really nervous when you guys lost the third. I was just like, they have to win. It's like, they can't lose today. I was like, if they lose today, up two games to none, Colin is like hobbling to the kitchen line. I was like, that would just be horrible. Yeah. So I was really, I was really glad you guys, you guys pulled it out in four with the fourth game not being close either. I think we were talking though, like, if Colin and, if Colin and Ben do win the tournament with Colin not being 100%, then that almost, you know, devalues Colin a little bit just because he can not be 100% and, and still win with, with Ben. But now that they lost, like, now you could say, like, his, his role matters more, more than you than you may give them credit for because uh, they didn't win the tournament. That's true. That's true. So so tell me, so do you think, so you and J-Dub haven't beat them since uh, since last March. Do you think, like, this win kind of helps you guys, like, I don't know if there was a mental hump, but in a sense kind of, like, you feel better about next time, like. Yeah, I think we got a lot more confidence going into, into the next match because, the, our matches before this, I think they beat us in straight sets every time except for once. Once in, at the Masters Tournament, the first one of the right. year, we had a really close match with them. Um, we were up a game, and, and maybe we had match points in the second game, or it was like 11-9, 11-9 the next two games or something like that. Really close. Uh, but then after that, they were winning in straight sets each time we played them. So this, this win definitely helps a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to play them again. Awesome, yeah, especially with J-Dub debut, debuting his little lob. I feel like that is interesting and won't work as well, but will still, should still work. Um, so it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Man, I think his, I think my two favorite shots in pickleball are J-Dub's flick and Thomas Wilson's forehand. They're just yeah. both, I mean, Thomas's forehand is just beautiful. Like him and Matt definitely have like the silkiest but Matt, it's like you know, you know something's coming. You just have no idea what. But Thomas, sometimes it's like you just don't see it, anything coming, yeah. and then he'll hit. It's just something so pretty. Uh, so I would say those are those are my favorite shots in the game. Um, anything else to be said about men's? Oh, we have to we have to shout out Mr. Matt Wright. You know, Riley Newman dumps him, proceeds to just make videos on Instagram about like, almost like he's the bachelor, like who's it gonna be? Which I thought was really funny, but I'm sure Matt didn't love that. And then Matt, they're 0 for 5 now on medals, meddling since they haven't played together. But Matt has made, has three fourth place finishes and Riley has not made it past a quarterfinal in only two attempts, but still. Tell, tell me your, you know, what, what, do you, what do you think about all that? Yeah, I think, I think Matt and Riley, I mean, I think, Having a partner that you've played with for, for several t tournaments is, is a huge benefit just because you're used to each other's shots and you know what's going to happen. And I think it just goes to show that chemistry matters a lot because individually Riley and Matt are both amazing players, but, you know, struggling with some first-time partnerships, some, some partners that they either haven't played with before or haven't played with in a long time. Um, but I feel like once they both get a more regular partner that they're playing with on a consistent basis, they'll both be back on the podium for sure. Who do you think would be some of the best partners for Riley, if not Julian and AJ? Like, who would you be, like, like scared of seeing him with? 
I think Riley, really anyone that's comfortable on the on the right side, uh, and can set Riley up. I think AJ. I think AJ's the good partner for Riley. I thought Julian had the potential to be a good partner for Riley if he could get used to to playing the the right side. Because um, I think they were playing straight up, or maybe even mostly Julian on the left at in Seattle. I don't remember. At least they were straight up for a while. And I think Riley is more dangerous on the on the left side than he is the right. I think that's when he's at his best. And he and AJ had uh, last year they had a lot of success together. Like they beat the Johns in a final, and they didn't. They should have. They lost in five, but they were up big. Well, before that in Vegas, I think they beat him. In Vegas. I think AJ AJ and Riley teamed up for the Vegas tournament, and they played. I think it like rained there, so they played the final indoors, and they they beat Ben and Colin. It might have been a best, best. I don't, I don't know, remember if maybe. it was best of three or best of five, but I know AJ and, and Riley took him down. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think of? I feel like AJ just made a lot of errors when I watched uh, the men's match and that against Thomas and Julian, and that kind of cost him the match. But hopefully, he can clean that up. But hopefully, not at MLP. Um, <laughs> love you though, AJ. Uh, what? What would you think about uh, Riley and Callen or Riley and Hayden? I think they'd be super strong. I mean, or even like Gabe. I think Gabe is playing like Gabe's playing Gabe really well. He's, he's playing super good. Gabe is so underrated right now. He's yeah, he's playing so well. Yeah, it was uh, he was a huge snub not to get into to the premiere. He definitely. I know we already talked about that, but especially yeah. now, like, I think a lot of people are gonna regret or you know think, oh, like what if what if we had taken Gabe? Yeah. I think a lot of people are gonna are gonna feel that way, um, but I think I don't know. I think I would like to see Riley and H, honestly, or, or Callan. I know Callan is kind of hurt right now. I, I don't think we're going to, but I feel like Callan would actually be a great choice because he's one of the few who is literally like has no problem. Like other people, it's like even like watching you play, it's like you're kind of jumping at the bit it's like you kind of you can tell like you want to speed the ball up like you want to do something like even if you don't yeah but callan has none of that yeah like oftentimes like he, he would just go with colin all day he's not going to get impatient at, at worst he'll lob a few times and if a couple don't work i i trust he'd shut it down but it's like he would just be so patient yeah and there, there aren't there's like no one else who's actually i think that happy to to not do pretty much anything but dink yeah no, he definitely loves to do that. He and Tyler. <laughs> maybe Tyler. Maybe Tyler with his backhand. Yeah. But he and, and Tyler playing there. together was incredible. Like so, so much thinking <laughs> when they played together. I remember Pablo and Federico for a while. Like, like oh they, yeah, they, they played this team because they. I mean, I know one match they had in Arizona when like all the matches, all the games were like eleven nine, and there was like a hundred dinks in every rally, and it was probably like and then, an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next match on center court, yeah. Callan and Tyler played AJ and Deckel, and it ends up being like 16-14 in the third. Yeah. And, and I remember like AJ saying like later, like a few weeks later, maybe like like they should never be on center court. <laughs> or maybe or like their matches are too long and they're too boring. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but yeah, now they're another, they're, you know, they're mixing it up. And I think Callan and Hayden have a lot more together and I'm excited to see them. Um, more of them so yeah men's doubles was is, is you know kind of more exciting now with especially now that you guys beat ben and colin albeit like there's an there's an asterisk there on colin but still 
and then kind of the Matt and Riley playing with different players and, you know, other other people playing like playing better. So men's is more exciting. Now we just need to, to spice women's doubles up a little bit. See uh, Anna and Catherine team up, split up with Anna Lee, try to beat her. You can make it. How about you reach out to Athena for me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, now we have to talk about, so everyone, the biggest, uh, you know, the, the match of the most consequence on Sunday was not anything that occurred on center court. <laughs> it was actually a very fateful match. Game, maybe. I don't know if you can call it a match. That occurred on GS1. Okay, a match that occurred on GS1. Skinny singles. Skinny singles. But uh, James Ignatowicz versus Grant Bond in skinny singles. And you might think, how could that possibly be competitive? How could that ever be competitive? But James is left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> James is left-handed, everyone. <laughs> All right. Um, Dylan, tell me about, you know, your thoughts when you heard that was happening. Were you in the players' lounge when it first became a thing? I was. Or not when it not when it first became a thing, but I was in there and Grant was talking about the match to, to Matt and whoever else was in the in the in the lounge at the time and talking about people placing bets on the match and Grant sounded pretty confident initially and then as we got closer and closer to game time I think he got a little more tight and uh yeah, ended up being a really competitive match. I definitely would have lost money on that match going three games. Uh, <laughs> I thought Grant, honestly, I thought Grant would have won pretty easily in, in, in two games, but that was that was not the case. Yeah, it was funny. So me and Georgia immediately put put bets on James, and people in the Matt Wright thought that he was like, "You're you're being cocky. Like, there's there's just no way." I'm like, oh yeah, there's a way. Like, I think James is gonna win. I think James is gonna just outcompete him. And uh, James is freaking good. James is definitely a challenger, female, left-handed. Oh, a high challenger. Yeah, I'm. I'm at <laughs> premiere actually. Like, high challenger. James. James would be the best player in, in challenger. Like, what did you say, though? If he was a woman. Um. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, like right now, and it's all upside. What are your thoughts? Because well, Dylan saw. What are your thoughts on my on my game lefty? Uh, James is a very good left-handed player. I will say that having a two-handed backhand is very helpful, just because it's all when it all becomes your right hand for the backhand. But the lefty forehand is 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 what needs to to work, and it was working for James, for sure. <laughs> the overhead needs a little work. Overhead could be better. The overhead's bad. <laughs> but, Dylan, Dylan is an overhead specialist. I'm not giving anybody a concussion with this overhead. <laughs> but yes, overall, James is a is a very good left-handed player. Could probably win a five-zero tournament. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Puts it's pretty Grant scary. So, brink. Yeah. So for those, so Grant wins the first game, eleven nine, I think. Honestly, James came out tighter than Grant somehow. Grant was so tight. James missed like two returns, missed some either, and then you just see Grant relax. Yeah. Uh, but then James, James not able to come back, but it wasn't enough. And uh, James, then it's, 
you know, then there's a second game. James wins. And uh, what were your observations of, uh, like you were talking, like Grant wasn't even speeding the ball up. Yeah. He has a hands advantage. Grant. Why? Why he's not speeding the ball up? Grant was not speeding the ball up. He, he opted to stay back on his return several times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very interesting strategy choices, I thought, that Grant selected. Um, the funniest thing. Why didn't you coach him, help him out? Because, honestly, I was, I was cheering for a really competitive match. Um, <laughs> but the funniest thing to me was like when, when they played the first game and I was just, I just went out there thinking that Grant was going to win fairly easily. Um, and then James like lost a few points in the first game and like threw his hat a couple of times. And he, when he threw it, his hat, I'm like, Oh wow. James like really thinks he can win this. Like this is probably going <laughs> to be good. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Yeah, so a lot of pros were there watching this match. It was it was funny. There was a decent, I mean, not much. A lot of people had like $10, $20 bets. But uh, <laughs> J-Dub actually texted me yesterday. He was like, you owe me. And I was like, <laughs> what's your name, J-Dub? Like, <laughs> um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, but yeah, I don't know why I was so invested. Like, I was really cheering for James. Yeah. And it's like, this is not, so James wins the second game. He comes over and he like shoves me again, just like in, uh, in Seattle. I was just like, dang, like, I don't know why this feels like such a big deal. Like I wanted to watch the third game, but I had to go play. Um, you're, you're really into the match for sure. I was really like, into like it. I point, don't know. To the why. point when James was winning points, you're like clapping and like, yeah. I know. Yeah. And I was like, yes, like I was, I was really into it. Um, I don't know why, but James, yeah, playing lefty is actually a lot of fun because it's kind of like going back to when, um, like, you could just show up and play at a park and just play open play because, you know, you're not that good. You're like, a f well, not, not not that good, but it's like you're, you're not good enough where you can only play organized games, I guess, which is kind of like where we all are now. But I, like, showed up and I played rec with my dad, who's, like, maybe close to 4-0 level, and I played lefty. It was so fun. Just showed up at a park nearby. So I think Georgia and I were joking because later we played after my match, played some lefty wreck with Georgia and Tyra, I think while you were playing. And I thought it was funny that Georgia is over here playing like lefty wreck instead of watching Jada. <laughs> <laughs> and Georgia and James actually drilled a lot like lefty that day. <laughs> but I think, yeah, Georgia and I are going to be going to be working on our, our lefty our lefty skills and I'd be curious how you are lefty. You might like, I don't think you should be good cause you don't have a two handed backhand, but it's, I I it's, just, it's just the right hand at that point though. Like, I feel like my backhand would be good because you can like, it's dominated by the right hand as opposed to the left hand. Well, you're lefty backhand, but you're lefty yeah. forehand. I mean, Oh yeah. My lefty forehand. Because you don't have two -handed, cause a lot of it is like two handed backhand for us. So it's like, yeah. so that, that would be, that's the thing. So, I don't know. But I'm not going to doubt Dylan. After he destroyed me in tennis, I, was gonna say I learned not to doubt Dylan Frazier in a racket sport or probably any sport. The um, most interesting match would be the two of us play tennis again, but this time I play left-handed. <laughs> My God. That's just brutal. That was so brutal. <laughs> That would be really competitive, though. 
Oh my god, <laughs> Dylan. If Ed is lucky, maybe. Ugh, that is so mean. That's like twice now. You've gotten me so good. All right, I've had enough of Dylan, I think. Do you have anything else you want to say, Dylan? Any other roasts? I've had enough of you. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good right now. All right, go check if you won the lottery. I bet you didn't, I, so that, that'll deflate your mood. I know for a fact that I did not win the lottery because my roommate said that if anybody won anything, they would they would come interrupt the podcast. I was going to leave the podcast, and we were going to be on a flight to Costa Rica probably. So well, the fact that I did you don't not deserve Maybe if you had been nicer to me, you would have won the lottery, so maybe this is karma. Mm, I don't believe in karma. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, we'll be back in action at TOC.